Welcome to the Pastor Scott Huffman podcast from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Today's compilation message from Pastor Scott is about command on health. To take command is to exercise authority over. As believers, we have authority over the enemy and we can speak in perfect health that aligns up with the word of God. We are all subject to sickness. And so this is an important message for all of us. If you're encouraged and blessed by this podcast, share this message with others. Enjoy. Praise God. Today we're talking about a command or a mandate on health in our bodies. There are 103 verses that found in the Word of God on the mandate that we are to walk in divine health and divine healing. Jesus is our greatest example. Let's begin with Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. For God was with him. Praise God. This was Jesus' ministry. He came to preach, to teach, and to heal the sick, and to lay hands on those that were afflicted, and they would recover again. Let's turn to Mark chapter 11. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Who surely I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Okay, Uh, here we see a beautiful passage of scripture where Jesus is dealing with the fig tree and he uprooted it by the roots and he cursed the fig tree when he passed by it on the first day and uh, nothing happened (laughs) but faith works like that it doesn't always happen happen immediately there's a a time lapse between the time you believe God for what you're believing for in the word of God and the time to receive the next day they walk by and Peter went master master the fig tree that you cursed it's right up by the roots It died in the night. She said, that's the principle of faith. That's how faith operates. That's how faith works. And now it wants you to operate the same kind of faith. Marilyn, read again verse 20. And in the morning they passed by the fig tree, dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. Has withered. And then the next verse. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Stop. Have the faith of God. Have the faith that comes from God. Have the faith that works. Divine, supernatural faith. And if you apply that faith, you can cause this even tree to dry up by the roots. Next verse. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. And whoever believes those things which he says, he'll have if he believes in his heart, or she believes in her heart. So we see something, we speak to that object, we speak to that infirmity, we speak to that sickness, we speak to that issue in life that we have to deal with, and we begin to believe God as we speak, we are going to receive the results. And the results came. Therefore I say to you, whoever, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And here's the divine principle on faith, that whatever you ask, you must believe first. You, you receive before 
I mean, excuse me, yes. You believe before you receive. Everybody say that. Believe before you receive. Say it again. I believe before I receive. And I must stay strong in my faith, not doubting in my heart. Amen. Praise God. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our diseases, sicknesses. This is a prophetic scripture about Jesus in the Old Testament, according to Isaiah 53. Uh, Jesus was prophesied that he would come and that he would bear the sin and iniquities and sicknesses of all mankind on himself. And because he bore them on himself, we don't have to wear them ourselves. And what did he do? He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Read that again. Matthew eight seventeen. That it might be fulfilled which is spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, For he himself took our infirmities, and he bore our sickness. So here Jesus took the scroll uh, in the synagogue, and he quoted himself, Isaiah 53, one who was sent before as a slaughter, uh, but with his stripes we are healed. Everybody say that. These stripes, again, we're healed. And so Jesus began to lay hands on the sick. Read verse 18. And when Jesus saw the multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. And then the certain scribe came to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Right. And so the Bible says later in the scriptures in Matthew that the people would come to Jesus and line up by the multitudes and he would lay hands on them from morning to evening. Can you imagine that? Praying for someone from till morning to evening, person after person after person. And each and every one of them was what? Healed. Demons were driven out. Sicknesses were driven out. The deaf could hear. The blind could see, the lame could walk, and even the dead were raised in their very midst. As Jesus went about the countryside of the Sea of Galilee, the beautiful place where the lake resides, and there he preached the gospel, and the people were healed. Let's turn to Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. All right. The first thing you do, guys, when you walk with Jesus is you bless the Lord. You praise God no matter what situation, no matter what circumstance, no matter what's going on in your life, you give praise unto God. You see, a lot of people begin to curse uh, people, and they begin to curse situations, and they cry out, and they're angry. And they're even angry at God, many people. That's not uncommon. But the first thing we're called to do is to bless the Lord and to praise God and give thanks for He's brought you this far. He's going to continue, and he's going to do everything he promised in your life. God is not a man that he should lie. He's the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it, will he not do it? Has he spoken it, will he not bring it to pass? Next verse. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Stop there. What does he do? Heals all your diseases. Wait, wait. First part, guys. Forgives all your He forgives all your sins. I don't care what you did in the past. I don't care if you've murdered, if you've raped, if you've done the worst sin that you can imagine. It's been forgiven if you confess it in the blood of Jesus Christ, and it's forgotten 
God remembers it no more. But you need to forsake your sin and live for righteousness, Marilyn. And he's healed all our diseases. Everybody say, all All our diseases. You don't have to be sick in God. Praise God. You can be healed. You can be whole in the name of the Lord. Marilyn. Who redeems your life from destruction? He redeemed your life from what? Destruction. Destruction. God doesn't want to destroy you. He came to give you life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it to the fullest extent. An abundant, exciting, joy-filled life. Who crowns you with loving kindness. God crowns us with his love. Everybody say, I'm crowned with his love. I wear his love on my heart. I experience his love every day. Okay. And tender mercies. And tender mercy. Who satisfies your mouth with with good things. Stop there. You know, sometimes when you're thirsty, what do you want? H2O, water. (laughs) Everybody craves water. And when we're thirsty, Jesus said, come to me and drink, for out of your innermost being would flow rivers of living water. Praise God. Rivers of gushing water that would come out of your soul, out of your spirit. Excuse me. And then the Bible says, if we're hungry, we eat of the bread of life. The bread that comes down from heaven cascades upon us and feeds us with the pure word of God. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Your youth is renewed. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the swing as eagles. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk and not faint. God wants to restore your strength. Restore your vitality. Restore your energy levels in him as you walk in him. Praise God. Now go to Psalm 107. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word. How are you going to get healed in your life? Through the word of God. There's only one way, and you're getting it right now. If you receive this word by faith and it gets inside of you and gets a hold of you, it'll heal your physical body. You say, well, there's nothing wrong with me. But, Pastor, uh, I'm fine. But you don't know what's coming down the road. You don't know what could visit you in the future. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying we need to take God's medicine daily, and his medicine is the word. And thy words were found, and I did eat them. They were the joy and rejoicing and healing of my very soul. Praise God. So as we feed on that word, we're made whole we're made well in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as Pastor Scott shared, it is the will of God that we all be healed, and it's the word of God that renews our mind. It's our daily medicine. Now let's talk about the second part of commanding health, how to bind the strong man. The Bible says the kingdoms of God suffer violence, and the violent take it by force. God's kingdom is under attack like never before, and it's time to push back and take what is rightfully ours in Christ. We need to press into the kingdom and receive kingdom rewards and kingdom results. The Bible says the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. You know, interesting story in the word of God that Jesus told about the strong man who refers to the devil. Jesus was accused by the Pharisees, the religious people of the day, of casting out demons by the power of Satan. And Jesus countered by saying, 
How can Satan cast out Satan by Satan? If he did this, then he would be divided against himself, and a house divided against itself will not stand, he said. Jesus said, I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, and that demonstrates the kingdom of God has come upon you or has come near you. He went on to say, Or how can you enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless you first bind the strong man who is Satan? Then he, the Lord Jesus, will plunder his goods. Jesus told the disciples that he would give them the keys. Now, what are keys? Keys stand for authority in the kingdom of God. And he said, whatever you bind on earth would be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth would be loosed in heaven. We've been given the power to bind and loose. We are to bind the power of the strong man and set the captives free. I believe in this season of life, we're entering into a intense spiritual battle over heaven and hell, over the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, and over the souls of men and women who stand in the balance between heaven and hell. Jesus said he came to destroy the works of the enemy. Isn't that interesting? Jesus said, I also came that you might have life and that you might have it to the fullest extent. But as believers, we're called to destroy the works of the enemy. Now, what are the works of the enemy? That's a good question. Jesus said, the thief comes, meaning Satan. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But as I mentioned, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Thank you for listening to Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. You can watch us live every Sunday at 10 a.m. on Facebook. If you're in the Irvine area, we encourage you to come visit us. Our website is irvinelighthouse.org. Blessings, and we'll see you next time.